Are you looking to start your own podcast? You should check out Podbean for all your hosting needs. There's a link down in the description of this very show. Click there for all the information you need to get your podcast started today. something so here i am yeah guess what guess what's coming up this weekend it's valentine's day that is the day that you take your wife out on the town if you can i don't know wherever you're located listening and watching on youtube if you can take your wife out on the town that's the day to do it but i'm gonna tell you something this is this is some love stuff i'm gonna throw out some love stuff today I've been married for 30 years, and I am not an expert, <laughs> but I have some life experience in the marriage community, and I've had some opportunities to, to be the, the minister for plenty of weddings. I've only had one go bad. <laughs> I know that sounds kind of bad, but you know, it's neither here nor there. So, <laughs> so I'm just glad that you guys are listening. Make sure to click the subscribe button, ring the bell, hit the like, do all that good stuff. Make sure to share, 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 share everything. And uh, just uh, once again, can't thank you guys enough for, for joining me each and every week and being a part of 100% Richard. So here we go. I'm going to start out with this. Love is not an emotion. It's an attitude of the heart oh boy let me tell you we, we are so messed up when it comes to the word love actually my pastor said this the other day and it's just hilarious because we say these kinds of things we say i love tacos i love my dog i love chicken i really like popcorn which i could say i love popcorn and then i look at my wife and say by the way i love you too now, does that send out a confusing message when it comes to the word love or when it comes to what we expect the word love to be, especially your wife, if you're married or your girlfriend, if you're not married, if you're telling, your, telling her that you love her, how is she receiving that in comparison to how are you giving it out? See, because I'm going to say it again, love is not an emotion. It's an attitude of the heart. It is in all reality saying I choose you. I will do this for you. Why? Because I want to, because I need to. It's, it's, it's all put in there together. Proverbs 20, 27, three says this, as for he thinks in his heart, so is he. So your heart is where you think from on a spiritual level. Love today is an idea that things are always perfect. And guess what? Nothing's perfect. Nothing will ever be perfect. The setting is that when we love each other, we are always getting along and things will always be great and fantastic and perfect. Well, I've been married for 30 years. I wish I had my wife on the show today. We'll have to talk about this. If you, if you got, go back and listen to the ones with me and my wife. Love is not perfect. Connecting with somebody is not perfect. Connecting with a spouse is not perfect. There's going to be things 
there are going to be things that are going to just frustrating and, and all that kind of stuff, especially right now. If you're at home with your wife and neither of you are working, there's a lot going on in that picture. There's financial things going on that mess people up. There's I see you way too often. I used to go to work every day, you know, and now I don't. And you're not paying the bills and this and that. And, and it creates a big argument. But there still has to be love in there. Does that make sense? All right. So here's... Here's the cliche. Ready? Here's the cliche Bible verse. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. <laughs> Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in iniquity. But rejoices in the truth. Bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Look at this description. Long-suffering, patience, endurance, believes, hopes, bears, rejoices. It's not provoked. It's, it, it does not behave rudely. It's, it's not puffed up. It's, it does not parade itself, and it is kind. Love is not a perfect relationship, whether it is with you and your spouse or with you and God. Now, God is perfect. If you understand God's stuff, he is perfect. He set up the design. So when I say love is not perfect with God, it comes from our end. We will we will each have our differences. Me and my wife have our differences all the time. We have different ways of thinking. God will tell us to do something. We look at it from the God picture. God will tell us to do something, and we will ignore him. <laughs> Just like our wife or our husband. Hey, throw out the trash. No. I'd rather watch the football game. You know, these kinds of things pop up. But the difference between our spouse and God is that God will just keep on going until you look back up. Our spouse will argue, bring up the past, call you names, make funny noises, and they will roll their eyes. <laughs> Behind every good man is a woman rolling her eyes. <laughs> but the reality is love will keep you together. The attitude of the heart the I choose you is what will keep you together is always reverting back to that thing that brought you back to that brought you together to begin with that connection in in that thing that said I want to be with you forever no matter what because at some point the other will realize with endurance and patience that you love each other and then you will make up and then keep going just like with God, you will finally make the decision to do what he asked because you probably ignored him at some point and he shows up right where you left off. See, God doesn't leave you nor forsake you. He hangs out and waits for you to make the decision to do what he wants you to do. Now, it's kind of funny when you put that in perspective to say loving a spouse or loving your spouse <laughs> or loving your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. <clears throat> and you put that into a little bit of perspective is uh, you, you don't want to go to sleep on an argument. I understand that. that that's a biblical thing. You, you, you want to try to solve it before you go to bed. But a lot of times, guess what? It doesn't happen that way. That's why we have couches and dog houses. <laughs> and because love is a state of mind, we'll do anything to gain and receive it. We'll do anything for it. We will copy somebody else. We will try to do other things. We do all kinds of crazy stuff to try to get in that relationship and try to keep it alive. 
and on the surface without just becoming stagnant. Love is exciting and cool and neat. You have to understand that. Situations are going to happen between you and your spouse, you and your loved ones, between your family. Right now, my goodness, you know, so families are breaking up because of political things. I mean, just the, the, the love is, is not being shown in that fashion like it should be. You know, brothers and sisters are fighting over what I consider dumb stuff. <laughs> so I'm just going to say I consider dumb stuff. And when a couple's been together many years, to, same, to some it may look like two people that are just hanging out together. One of my favorite things, this is funny, one of my favorite things to see, um, back when we used to, be able to go to the parks all the time, <laughs> and every now and then you see this, this older couple, wrinkled up, wearing dirty, not, not dirty, but, you know, their clothes are too big for them, you know, things like that. They're, and you can tell they've just been together forever and they still hold hands. I think that's the coolest thing. That's the coolest thing to see. And this is coming from a dude, okay? I'm a guy. And I think that's the neatest thing to see because that's something that we've lost. You know, the divorce rate um, has hovered at about 50% for years and years and years, both in the church and in the world. So that, that may give you a, a perspective on what people think love actually is because they're telling their wife, I love tacos. And it's the same love for the tacos that they have for their wife, not that deep deep, deep love. I don't want to go into Hebrew and all that kind of stuff, but that deep, deep love that says, I choose you. I want to be a part of you. I am going to do whatever it takes for you, no matter what you look like, no matter what you wear, no matter how funky your hair looks, any of that kind of stuff. You, you, you get to a point where it becomes a decision to love that person, to stay with that person and be a part of that person. And that's the biggest key right there is being a part of that person, you know, because love does not always look pretty but it's always beautiful and how we treat each other in love is how we reflect love on each other let me put it this way today or actually not today but uh sunday is valentine's day if you're treating your spouse like royalty only one day a year there's gonna be a problem <laughs> valentine's day should be every day come on somebody <laughs> a relationship is not 50 50. A marriage relationship, a love relationship is not 50-50. It is 100-100. We must give 100% of ourselves into each other. Men, tell your wife you love them and mean it. Come across as, I choose you. I love you so much. I give myself to you. 100% of myself I give to you. <laughs> Say nice things. The Bible's full of nice things to say. Go to Song of Solomon. Say some stuff out of there, right? <laughs> Here's a good one right here. I don't know which verse this is. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past. The rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth. The time of singing has come. And the voice of the turtle dove is, har is heard in our land. The fig tree puts forth her fig leaves. And the vines with the tender grapes give a good smell. Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. Oh, my dove, in the cleft of the rock, in the secret place of the cliff, let me see your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Oh, man, just, just take that apart and give her a bunch of pieces of that. She'd be melting at your feet and then throw a rose on top of her. <laughs> That's Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. Go read that stuff. 
It's right there in the Bible. It tells you, how do you talk to your wife? Right there. <laughs> your spouse wants to hear great things said about them, men and women, and see that you love them. They're, they want more than just your everyday, good morning, I made some coffee. Come on, now, now let's go to work. <laughs> love should look like you love each other. We should treat each other as such. Whether we admit it or not, men want to be told how awesome we are. Women, tell us. Tell us we're awesome. I throw out the trash. You're awesome for throwing out the trash. I put brakes on your car. You're awesome for putting brakes on the car. Or maybe not because we did something, but just, you know what, honey, you are so awesome. I just thank you for hanging around the house with me. You know, men want to hear these kinds of things. Not every man wants to hear it, but secretly down inside, they want that. Come on. Love will endure when we love each other. Even when things get rough, we will maintain and make it through. Love does not come without its battles. Some of us even carry the battle scars, but we endure because we know it is true love, which means we will hold each other up no matter what. My wife and I, well, we got kind of sick, so we thought we had COVID. We went and took a test, and we came back negative. Praise the Lord, right? And then my wife was, well, well if I'm negative, what's wrong with me? So she calls the doctor, has the tele-doctor tele appointment thing over the computer. And, and I'm, like, sitting next to her going, oh, man, what's, you know, how do I lift her up through this process, right? And he said, take a test again. I'm like, oh, oh, so we went and took the test again, just in case. Well, guess what? Still negative. Yeah, double negative. <laughs> well, oh, boy. No. <laughs> so she's been, like, really tired and stuff. And, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I do to keep her up and keep her going? And she took a couple of days off of work and, you know, things of that nature. And it's like, okay, but you continue to love through those processes. We can't even come close to to comparing how, how rough our relationship is when it comes close to how much God actually loves us. That's the measuring stick. Jesus is love. And what he did for us will never compare to our little spousal battles. In love, we should be willing to do whatever it takes for each other. Go through the things that we go through because it makes us better in the long haul. And we learn and grow from each other and each thing becomes less and less. You know, most marriages don't make it past the first three years now. I know I'm going a little long today, but whatever. So the first three to five years is the measuring space. If you can make it to three, you can make it to five. If you can make it to five, you can make it to 50. I'm on the verge of 50. Well, I'm 20 years out, but in my eyes, we're almost there, right? And that's really what we have to be focused on is I want to go through this journey in life with somebody. And I know this, this is one of the interesting things that the Bible tells us to love one another. We need to choose to be loving to people all the time. That's what God calls us to do. That is one of the minimal things that God calls us to do. Be loving to people. Say things that are nice. Love people. And I'm not, I'm not telling you to go give them money, but say nice things to people. When you're in line, don't be like, I can't believe you bought all that crap, and now I have to stand here. That's not very loving, is it? <laughs> you know? So looking at it from a, from a different point of view, from a, outside of the marriage love, is, hey, I'm going to make a decision in my heart to be joyful to people, all people. 
I'm going to make a decision in my heart. Come on. It's a heart decision. It's an attitude of the heart. Love is not an emotion. I have to make that decision to do that. And I know for me, it's not easy. I'm not, I'm not, if, if you know me, some of you guys out there that listen, actually know who I am. You know, it was not easy for some of us to be loving people. And I understand that. But when you make the decision in your heart, it becomes easier and easier to love on people. It becomes easier and easier to tell your wife how much you love them. It becomes easier and easier for your marriage to last longer and longer. Are you ready? Right on, right on. (laughs) 